choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Hey, 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 what up, what up, y'all? It's KMGZ on Twitter. I'm back to Saints, Vass, and Kells podcast. Um... So, we're doing a mix-up a little different tonight. Typically, I do my Peloton ride before, but I had something else to do tonight, which threw me all off. I don't be liking to be up all late, because one of the benefits of this work from home is that you get to be, you know, decent sleep. So, I don't be up till all hours. So, you know, I have to, I try to get everything in before, like, 8 o'clock, so I can still watch my programs and everything. So, anyway, um, I said all that to say that, I mean, I got a few topics, but there's not a whole lot, um, and so, (laughs) it's a typical warning, I don't know how long this is gonna be, but I've been giving y'all, I gave y'all one short one, but I've been giving y'all pretty decent, so, it should be okay, um, first I wanna say, um, thanks for everybody congratulating me on, um, starting my firm, I put my stuff up on Instagram, but I took it down, cause I realized, you know, I just, I really just wanted to show the card, but I realized my contact info, and I was like, I don't need that shit on Instagram, like, you know what I mean, like, I, you know, um, and I'm gonna make a further announcement, I'm still, I have, you know, I'm still putting everything together, I got a webpage and all that, so once, once everything is together, you know, um, I'm gonna say more on it, but just, yo, I'm a creative, I do podcasts, I know a lot, a lot of y'all out there listening to me also do podcasts or whatever, and so, you know, that's the, that's, you know, it's an entertainment law firm, I know a lot about, I know a lot about podcasts, clearly, I know what it takes to go into it, I know, you know, I, I stay up, I know these different articles, so, I mean, all, the different, I, I stay up on the industry, it's fairly new, but you know, we've all read about this person getting that money, that person getting that money, so anyway, um, that's one of the lanes that I would really like to practice in, so, or, you know, that I, I currently have done a couple things, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to focus on new media, new entertainment, um, of course, you know, every, the regular stuff will come through that everybody does, of course, but I'm trying to carve out my new niche, so if you listen to me right now, you are creative, particularly, if, I mean, I take all comers, y'all, y'all listen to this, y'all, y'all should know that, but, you know, particularly LGBT, because if you listen to this, you know, I'm always talking about how we underrepresented, and we don't have, a, you know, we, we, we just, we don't get, um, particularly the Dykes, you know, these YouTube series and everything I watch, I love them, but, you know, maybe the creative direction, you know, maybe some of the deals, etc., some of y'all selling DVDs online, so anyway, point is, once I get everything together, I'm a, I'm gonna, you know, it's not, it's not gonna turn into a commercial, but I am gonna be, you know, encouraging, look, if you need an attorney, and you want somebody that understands creatives, and understand what you're trying to do, and help you build your vision, and not just trying to get, you know, whatever, y'all can holler at me when I, when I put all the, um, information out, and don't worry, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna, it's not gonna turn into, you know, some legal podcast, nothing wrong with that, there's a lot out there that I listen to, you know, it's not going to, I'm not going to start talking to you, my good Caucasian professional, it's not really my Caucasian voice, I don't do a Caucasian voice, but I'm not going to be talking to you in my, you know, at work voice, but, you know, I will, I will, um, I just want to put that out there, and I'll do it one more time once I have everything set up and everything put together, you know, my plan is, um, you know, we're still in the pandemic, and the panorama, and the pan pizza, so it's hard to network, so my plan was, you know what, just get everything in place, so that when, whatever, whenever, I know it's starting to sound more like charades joggers when it's going to open, but I do, I do believe, like, the vaccines are picking up, and, you know, I think it's going to open at some point, I'll just be ready to go, right, so, um, but until then, you know, um, getting the word out the best way I can. The second point I wanted to make is a couple people had asked me, yes, I'm still looking for a new job, because I still want to be out of one I am, you know, I just, I don't have enough, you know, everyone's like, oh, you're going to quit your job? No, I'm not going to quit my job, because, yeah, unless I'm going to quit my rent and my bills, too, because I'm just starting, and, you know, the little stuff I was doing before, I know about, I know about how much money comes in, and it damn sure ain't enough to supplement my full-time salary, so, you know, in the meantime, I'm still, you know, looking for something else, so that's just, a lot of people, a lot of y'all ask me that, and like, hell no, like, I ain't, you know, I'm not, I'm not fucking Clive Davis out here quite yet, but, you know, hopefully, um, anyway, um, so, yeah, knock that out the way, all right, so, let's get started, I don't have a, um, 
I don't have a whole lot, but I do want to start. So I forgot when I when um I hadn't mentioned because yeah, I think I think yeah, it's been a minute since it came out. If you haven't seen One Night in Miami, reject uh directed by Regina King yet, watch it. It's really good. I enjoyed it. I t- I have said before, I'm typically not um I don't like movies that are translated from theater, because theater is theater, right, it's tight, it's usually one or two scenes, it's not, it's not a movie it's theater, everything's in one place and I can always tell when when um, plays are adapted for movies because it's a lot of dialogue heavy everybody's in one place, there's a lot of zooms, there's not a lot of scenes it's just very, you know, I'm not a fan of it there's a couple of them that are like 12 Angry Men but that's because the, the plot of the play kind of plays into into that tight space, so when it's on film it's, you know, it's, it takes place in a jury room, so when it's on film, you don't really expect anything different, cause okay, it's, it's, you know but there's other ones where you know, clearly things are happening in other places and, and the scenes are, you know but she did a good job of it um, the acting was great um, some people were saying it was heavy, I personally I mean, I don't think it's heavy it's, it's uh, it, did any other, I mean it's not, it's, um how to explain it, it's just really like, it's, it's, um, a hypothetical night in Miami, um, well, well, it's not hypothetical in that they all met up, they, they, they did all meet up in Miami, it's a picture of them, um, the night that, uh, Muhammad Ali, at the time, Cassius Clay beat Sonny Liston, but it's a, um, it's a play about what they would have talked about had they met up later, so it's really good, I don't think it's too heavy, um, it's very, um, it clearly set um, in 63, but it's, the, the racial and to put it like this, the racial themes that they're talking about, they're not, yes there are racial themes, but they're not like it's not like super heavy, like oh they lynching us, oh they drag, it's more of the different personalities and the different aspects of blackness that each of these guys uh, portray or represent going against each other, so Malcolm X, we know what Malcolm X is, great civil rights, you know, Nation of Islam, you know, uh, Firebrand, Sam Cooke, you know, the entertainer, who was kind of singing, you know, songs everybody liked, Jim Brown, the, you know, the great Black Hope, you know, the famous, you know, football player, Hall of Fame, all of that, and, um, and Muhammad Ali, and so th- just how those different versions of black, and I won't say black men, they were black men, but just black people, how they bounce and play off each other and their different viewpoints and how they may clash with other viewpoints and it was just really great, so I didn't necessarily think it was heavy because it's, yeah, it's dealing in race, but it's, um it doesn't rotate around whiteness or the white gaze, which y'all know I can't stand, it's four men in a room um being the kind of black that they are and rubbing it up against the kind of black that other people are, right, so, Malcolm goes at Sam, Sam goes at Jim, Jim goes at Mal- it's, it's, it's good, it's very good, I enjoyed it, um, Regina King did an uh, outstanding job, it's, um, I'm, I'm gonna add it to the list of great movies that have come out, um, under the panorama, I told y'all about Sylvie's Love, um, One Night in Miami, and what was it, was another one I told y'all about that I can't recall now, or there's a third one, uh, black film, why am I forgetting it, it'll come to me, but I know I mentioned it before on here um, so yeah, I wanted to knock that out, cause I meant to say that before, cause I I think I actually watched it a couple weeks ago and it was, it was good, um I mentioned to y'all about Your Honor <laughs> on Showtime, I want to mention again it was actually a rerun this week, but I noticed a lot of y'all are starting to catch up to it now, and you know, it's it's listen, it's a stressful show, it'll have you it'll have your blood pressure, it's a couple things it's a couple times in there, a couple episodes, I feel, well actually probably every episode there's something that happens that kinda jumps the shark, where you be like uh, I don't think that can happen but, it's it's not to the point where the show is ridiculous, right, it's still suspenseful and you still be like, eh, it could kinda happen, you know it's a little, I doubt it, like there's just, I'll tell you without giving too much away, there's this one scene last week at a boat yard, they had a boat, the story takes place in New Orleans, they had a boat yard in like, the middle of the day, like lunchtime, broad daylight, in this boat yard, and there's no, doing something that you don't want witnesses around for, and there's no, there's one guy that says like, good morning or whatever, 
but there's nobody else in this boat yard, no security, no other boat owners, no boats coming by, nobody docking, nothing, it's just, and they doing all kind of carrying on, and I'm like, ah, and there's no cameras, like nothing, and I was just like, ah, so little stuff like that, and also in the first scene, when the major thing that is like the driving point of the plot happens, I remember watching it, and like, nobody is out there, like, nobody saw this, like, I, I just you know, I don't, I don't know, so there's a couple you'll see, there are a couple moments like that, we're like, eh, this ain't really, but it's not, it's not to the point where you don't enjoy it, and it, and it actually, it kind of adds to the suspense, cause while they was in the boatyard, I was like, yo nobody, but I still was kind of tense like, because you never know, like, is somebody gonna show up, or are they gonna come around the corner so it worked, but still, I was like eh. I mean, cause I ain't trying to give it away but I mean, they was like, shit they was doing, even at nighttime you would have been, make, you know, like, oh, we gotta make sure ain't nobody in this one, and this was broad daylight, <laughs> like, so, anyway, um, yeah, um, very good, it's on Showtime, it comes on at 10, so, you know, if y'all haven't gotten into it, and you're looking for a new show to watch, that is definitely, uh, a good one, um, I said this last week, but I wanna say it again, shout out to, uh, whoever told me about the fire stick, it's amazing, I love it, I got my, I feel, I got my Peloton app on there, I wasn't doing the Peloton workouts, because I'm like, it was too hard to try to do it off the bike screen, but you, I got it on the TV, now I still haven't done that, because honestly, like the people, I've talked to a couple people, like three or four people with Peloton, and they were like, they don't really like the workouts that much, um, you know, like, not the cycling, but like they have different weights and all of that, and I did a couple yoga, and I mean, it was alright, I had never done yoga before, so it was challenging for me, but, uh, oh, sorry, um, you know, so I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try one, I got my weights now, so I'll probably try one, like, this weekend, uh, do a workout, see if I like it, but, shout out to y'all for letting me know about that, so I have my HBO Max up on my, um, TV, HBO Max has all the content, they got all these original shows, which I knew, like I said, I had it on the phone, I just wasn't finna watch it on the phone, sorry, it's drying here, y'all, I had it on the phone, I just wasn't even watching on the phone, but now that it's on TV, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting into stuff, so, um, I'm watching the show Warrior, oh my god, it's so good, I think originally it comes on Stars, maybe, when it starts, I think it's Stars or Cinemax, one of those, it's, it's, it's a series on, on one of those channels, um, it has two seasons, I don't know if it's new or old, I'm assuming it's relatively new, and, and you know, I don't know, I don't know if it's two seasons in, or if they only got two seasons, I think it's two seasons in, <coughs> sorry, but it is so good, oh my god, I've been binge watching this joint, like, 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 crazy, like, I'm about to finish it up tonight, like, I watch three or four episodes at a time, because it's that good, like, I've been telling y'all before, like, I watch Netflix, but a lot of that stuff on Netflix, it's not good, like, it be getting hype, but you watch, and it's like, oh, this is not good, like, you be, you know, like, I keep pausing it, or I keep stopping it, or I get to, like, I think I'm far in, I'm only on episode three, like, god damn, is this gonna pick up, it's just a lot of stuff I have on Netflix in various stages of, of not finished, right, and there's a few that I watch all the way through, but HBO Max, got the real deal, they got movies on there, they got original series, and Warriors 1 is set in, um, San Francisco, and sometime after the Civil, I don't know the exact date, they put the date at the beginning, but I forgot, but I know it's after, it's in the, it's in the 19th century, after the Civil War, I wanna say, they keep, so it's set in Chinatown, it's about these warring, um, you know, Chinese gangs, the Tongs, or whatever, in San Francisco, you know, trying to battle for dominance, and they keep talking about most of them, most of them were brought over there um, the coolies were brought over there to do work, or um, migrated there after working on the railroad I'm not exactly sure when the Continental Railroad I know it was basically after the war the, the Westford expansion and all that it's, it may have started before the war, but I'm pretty sure it was after the Civil War, so they are sometime between I want to say they in like the 1870s I feel, but I know they after the Civil War but not, not close to, like, 1900, like, it's definitely, like, deep in the 1800s, because they still, you know, got, uh, horses and stuff like that, but it's really good, it's, like, all these different tongs, you know, trying to, um, battle for, for, you know, excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm tired, for their little piece of Chinatown, but the action is great, the kung fu is great, um, the plots are great, 
Um, it's just it's good. It's a lot of action. Like it's a, it's a great right amount of action, right amount of um, but it's not ridiculous. You know, like I've told y'all before, I don't like the super bang up with down. You know, just them superhero movies where the fight scenes with like twenty minutes. I know that's what people like, but I don't. I actually like plot and, and acting and drama I like to see, I like a story right, I don't just want to see a bunch of like dialogue just to get me to the next fight scene which is 10 minutes and then some more dialogue to get me to the next fight scene which is another 10, like I don't just, I don't want to see that, but it's not like that it's, it's a story, you can follow the dude, so dude comes over he's looking for his sister, his sister came over prior, running from a bad marriage I believe, um, and then like she's been there, and it doesn't say how long, but I assume a while, because she's been there long enough to be married to this old dude that's the head of the one of the tongs, but, like, she's kind of, you know, clearly, like, the real, I won't say the brains, because the dude is too, but she's like, you know, she's trying to, she's clearly borrowing his power and trying to make her move, because he's really old, and she's trying to, like, establish herself, right? Um, it's really good, so... I, I, it's more, and I know some of y'all are watching already because when I put it on on the on the TL, y'all are like, yeah, that's dope. But um, that's on there. Um, and it's just a lot of. I mean, I'm not telling y'all. y'all I'm I'm actually late to HBO Max. I'm sure y'all know, but that one was really good. Um, yeah. So what's next? Um, what do I want to do next? Okay, so the Olympics are probably going to be canceled in Tokyo. Like, duh. Um, because even, I know other countries are doing better with coronavirus, but like, we just, first of all, that's y'all doing better, it doesn't mean all, they damn sure ain't gonna let us in, right, because we we ain't doing better at all, and you know, I just, I feel like with, with the thing still raging now, like, you might fuck around and have an Olympics and have shit under control and bring all the people out there, and it only take one person to get it, and now the shit is back raging, because that's what happened in, um, where did I read recently? They had to do a second lockdown because of a resurgence. It wasn't Wuhan, because Wuhan actually, they back to normal. I read a couple days ago. But somewhere else in China, um, they have to do, they were cool, and then a second one popped up or something. So now they have to do an even more um, drastic one. So you don't want that to happen, right? And plus, you just don't want nobody to get that shit at the Olympics. Um, no, because it is still killing people, now we got these different variants, good God, you know, now they're talking about, once the variants come out, they get, I don't think New York has a variant yet, but please don't let us get one, uh, you know, Lord willing, um, now they're saying you can wear two masks, or you're gonna need a special mask, I just plan on not being out like that, especially for some variants out here, like, I'm just gonna stick, because it's cold now, summertime, springtime, yeah, I was outside, because I'm like, it's hot, it's nice, you can sit outside, there's air moving and all of that, we got our masks on and everything, but now that it's cold, I just don't really, I'm not one of these clowns sitting out in, in fucking snowsuits trying to eat outside, it just ain't that serious to me, right, I'll either cook or get order it, get it delivered, whatever, um, so I'm just gonna plan on sitting inside until... I think the president, um, President Joe Biden said, um, that it's gonna, I mean, everybody said this, Fauci said it before, it's gonna get worse before it get better, the winter is gonna be the darkest time, which, um, you know, makes sense, and then probably around March, April, May, we'll see where we're at, but all the projections I've seen, even the worst projections where they say, cause the thing they're saying, like, now, if he's, um, imposing that she's doing all these travel restrictions, you can't come here without quarantining what we should have been doing, and um, vice versa, and then requiring masks on all federal property he said if, and if he said if everybody would just wear their mask and just fucking do what we've been asking you to do for the past fucking year, then you know, we won't have as bad of a spike, and we probably will be cool by March, but even in the worst case scenarios that I've seen the curve all, uh flattens by July, so that's what I'm hanging my hat on that by July, not necessarily we're gonna be out running, but like it's, you know, the thing should be under control I'm really, I'm trying to figure out what to do with this travel, cause I definitely wanna go somewhere but I'm like, I don't I'm not sure, I, if I do it'll it'll be somewhere local, cause I'm not getting in no plane, and I'm like, you know I have to go somewhere to where they're where they're okay, you know, if you, they make you quarantine or whatever, it'll be cool, like I'm not trying to do a whole lot, I just wanna you know, a nice hotel resort, wherever, with a beach, that's really all I need, and if I gotta quarantine just to that hotel that's cool, you know, as long as they got a pool and a beach, you know, I'm so I gotta figure out a place not Miami, for damn sure 
um, but I had to figure out a place where I could do that, I was thinking maybe Cape Cod, I don't really know Massachusetts like that, but somewhere when it gets warmer, that I could drive to, a lot of people have been going to Vermont, I just don't know, I, I, Vermont don't got no beach though, and I don't like fresh water, so if I went to Vermont, wherever I'm at, I'm gonna definitely just be in a pool, which, eh, ain't really the same, I don't know, I have to figure it out, worst come to worst, I was like, you know what, I might just take my little coin, my little shekels, and book one of these empty-ass hotel rooms down in Manhattan, and just, you know, do that, at least to be out of my house, <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, and, you know, people can meet me or whatever, I don't know, I'll figure it out, but anyway, by July, the curse should be flattened, so, and, you know, I'm looking forward to it, like, the Peloton is great, but I really, I told y'all before, I got my weights, but it ain't the same as the gym, like, now that I have this Peloton, I could really go back and forth, because now I could do, you know, I could do my, I could go, what I want to do is go to the gym for, like, three days, do the weights, like, you know, and then not have to worry, because the thing about gym that's so annoying, like, well, some of y'all don't do cardio at all, but if you like me, I do a lot of cardio, because that burns, you know, burns my fat a lot, I know weightlifting does too, but so does cardio, so the whole part, you know, trying to figure out what days I'm gonna do cardio, did you get there, all the machines just taking, so, it, you know what I mean, it fucks you up, too much shit out of your control, but now that I got the Peloton, I ain't gotta worry about it, I would love for this shit to flatten, so gyms can open back up, so I can go to the gym Monday you know, three days, whatever, do my weights, and I ain't gotta worry about cardio, cause I can knock cardio out anytime I want to, so, that's my hope, that's my prayer, let's see if we can make it happen, um, listen, Joe Biden is doing a great job so far, he come in, he not playing around, he is signing everything, he's retracting everything, he's giving daily press, things that sound great, like I told y'all before, um, this, I don't see them letting this, this attack on the Capitol go, I don't know what these Republicans are gonna do with this, um, with the removal, but this is all I'll say, they need to remove him, they should remove him, if they have any sense at all, they will remove him, but if they don't remove him, then, you know, I, I just think they're overplaying their hand here, I think they're gonna go down in, 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 in history in a way that they don't understand, I think it still does not click for them yet, that yo, that was an extremely bad look, like, nobody is gonna wanna be associated, like, the first time you should've removed him, you didn't, so now you're gonna come to you a second time, after this man done sent people to the Capitol to kill y'all, and you're still not gonna uh, remove him, like, he's, I don't, I, I just don't see the path forward, I, I don't, I've been telling y'all, MAGA is a sunken ship, Trump is a sunken ship, he's been defeated soundly, he was rejected soundly, he's not the president anymore, I, they seem to think that they can just keep riding this MAGA wave and be back in four years, and I just don't see it, I, you had four years, and it was a fucking disaster, and all kind of people came out to vote it against you, and I just, I, I don't, I don't see it, and, and particularly if four years from now, with this stuff that Joe's been doing, is gonna start working and start kicking in, and, and things are gonna be getting better, and here y'all come with this crazy shit again, I just don't see it, I don't see it lasting, I can't see y'all continuing to insist that the election was stolen, I can't see y'all, like, all these governors trying to reverse the mask mandate, like, what is the point of that? It's very stupid, what are you trying to, pr- I don't understand what they're trying to prove, I don't understand who they think they're appealing to, 86% of the of the American public has been wearing masks, agrees with wearing masks, and objects to all these fucking clown-ass people who still, after all these people are dead, and, and, and you know, all school and everybody's life's been interrupted, can s- still insisting to not wear masks, like, I just don't, I don't see it, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't see it lasting even for another year, like, I, I think people are already tired of it, people are past tired of it, they stood out to vote for Joe Biden, they stood out to vote for these senators to give the Democrats, um, you know, at right now, 50% with, with Kamala Harris being the deciding vote, meaning they, you know, have de facto control, because we're tired of it, and I mean, I don't care, it's fine with me, and they talking about they wanted Trump to make his own party, listen, if y'all want to split their vote up, y'all can do that too, I don't, I'm not, I don't care, I just think it's silly, I think it's a way, I think it's just dumb, I think, it makes no sense, and I, and, I, and the only reason I'm mentioning it, because I see people in the timeline, oh, he's gonna run again, I don't see it, I don't see it for them, I don't see it for them, like, I, who? Yes, we know they have the same people who voted for him, and, 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 
and listen, they starting to lock these people up, these people getting scared, these people making deals, these people, you know, they, they thought this was a game, they thought, you know, they little president, they was gonna run up on the Capitol for some fucking reason, and nothing was gonna happen to them, I don't understand, and now the shit, the real is starting to come, and these motherfuckers are falling apart, and, and crying, and, and, and singing the blues, and I just don't see how that's gonna change in four years, I think this gonna get, I think it's gonna get worse for them as time passes, like, again, already, Joe Biden is here, he, he's not for the bullshit, he done fired half of Trump's people, he done, uh, shut that 1776 commission off, like, the first day, it's a, it's just, it's, I don't see it for them, and I just, so, if, if they don't want to remove him, that's fine, but I just, I'm not sure what the strategy is on that, I'm not sure what the logic is on that, but I, I think that they're gonna seal, which is, again, fine with me, they're gonna seal their fate for a long, long time, people talking about 20 years, I think it'll be longer than that, because, you know, we've not, the last time we had anybody attack the United States with the Civil War, and we see what happened with that, and then, the only reason that, um, that didn't, I mean, the South, they, to this day, the South was, I mean, to this day, they're still fighting that battle, the South will rise again, I mean, from that time, they still, it's never won, you know, they still waving, they're trying to wave their little Confederate flags, but everybody banning that shit now, because they like, oh, I just don't think that they, they don't seem to understand, or they don't, it doesn't seem to click for them, or I don't know what it is, that when you, you sent them fucking people to the Capitol, to attack the Capitol, and, 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 do all that shit, and be looking for to kill uh, members of Congress, like, you crossed a line, and it's not, I'm not, listen, we know the GOP is full of shit, and I hear people say, oh, well, you know, they still agree at this, that's not the point, you crossed, that is, people saw that on TV in horror and disgust and embarrassment, like, are y'all fucking serious right now? You motherfuckers, are y'all in the Capitol are y'all fucking for real right now, like, that shit was horrible, nobody, no company wants that five people died, you murdered five people, well, four, the one lady, she got shot trying to break into the house chamber to do God knows what, like, I just feel like they all thought they was filming some kind of reality TV show, or I don't know what the fuck they thought, but I don't think they understand that that was a line, like, no, these companies were like, oh, whoa, hell no, people like, oh, they only gonna do that for six months, I don't, I don't think so, I don't think so, that's not something that anybody's gonna forget, I mean, that shit was broadcast to the world, globally, and I just don't think that's any, I don't think that goes away no time soon, the investigation haven't even started, once they start figuring out where this one he was coming from, and, and, and what senators, because I read yesterday that, um, apparently two other senators that we don't know about, um, thus far, not Tuberville, and the other clown that they said helped out was a I forgot, uh, Cruz and them two, not them, not Cruz and Crawley, them two, but they said two more, and then they also said they know that somebody inside the Capitol was texting directions on where the people were that day. As this investigation unfolds, and, and even more details than we know now comes out, we really, we trace that money back to, I'm telling you, that money is going to trace back to those Russian operatives, and, and Trump was in on that shit, it's just gonna get worse, it's gonna, it's it's gonna get worse and worse and worse, and so I just don't, I don't see it, and so many, like we said on the election night, white women, them, them silly ass broads, they voted 55% for Trump, but white men did not, white men did not, a whole bunch of Republican white men said fuck that shit, and voted for Joe Biden, and that matters, even if it's, that they did it at all, matters a lot, but that they did it in numbers they did, that just lets you know, yo, that y'all, we not for this shit right now, like, this is, we, it's enough, so, um, you know, the Democrats in there, they, they, they playing, look, I keep telling y'all, shut the fuck up about what Joe Biden need to do, Joe Biden got all this far ignoring y'all, the man clearly knows what he's doing, he's not an amateur, Democrats in Congress, I'm not so sure about, I know Nancy Pelosi, I will give her this, she's pissed off, y'all know I, I be hard on Nancy, but, and I'm still kind of hard, because it, it really, it only, you know, it took them running up on y'all, and threatening y'all, for y'all to all of a sudden, for you to all of a sudden get this tough stance, you know, that, 
and ain't no cooperating, and ain't no this, and ain't no that, it wasn't like that before, but since they threatened you, but whatever, whatever it has to taste, the Lord works in mysterious ways, right, and maybe that's, that's just what he sent, like, you know what, I'm tired, look, this what we gonna do, y'all, yeah, we gonna send it straight to your next, and that's how, you know, we gonna, my will gonna be done, that's fine, whatever, I don't know, but, um, you know, it's not gonna go away, um, I see people talking about they letting people go on house arrest, they gonna let people go on house arrest, because, although, yes, they all ran up and stormed in the, in the Capitol, and they all a bunch of dumbasses, and they all a bunch of resurrectionists, a person that just ran up and stood on the steps, in front, or in the hallway, or whatever, and filmed themselves walking around, is, is a little different than the people that was, you know, breaking down the doors, and trying to get to people, and, uh, you know, putting their feet up on people's desks, and stealing laptops, and all that shit, you know, there's different degrees of culpability, just like in anything, in any riot, you know, the, they, the person that, you know, just refused to disperse or whatever, they not gonna be charged the same thing as the person that got caught running out to CVS with all the TVs, you know, it's different, well, you know, firing from the rooftops, it's different levels, so, you know, but I guarantee you, the main people, the main people who were coordinating that shit, who were texting that shit, who, who were responsible for that shit, they not getting out on bail, I just read today where they offered the um, people that were gonna run up and kidnap the Michigan governor, uh, one of them took a deal, you know, the first one that gets the deal, gets, gets, gets the deal, so, I think it was one of the youngest ones, I guess he finally found some sense, and was like, oh, I'm about to sit in my jail for, the, in jail for the rest of my life for this shit, I'm 18 years old, no sir, I'm telling all you motherfuckers, so, you know, that's how it's gonna work, that's how it's gonna be, I think as this stuff gets rolling, and probably we get into the thick of, and I hope they televise it, I know they televised Watergate, Watergate is before my time, it, Watergate happened the same year I was born, I believe, so I, you know, I don't know nothing about it, but from what I understand, it was, um, it was, uh, shown on TV every day, and it was like, people watched Watergate, my dad and my grandmama and them said, people watched Watergate on TV the same way we watched the OJ trial, where it was just always on, people watched it, I hope they televised it, because the American, first of all, we deserve to see it, that was our capital they attack, our democracy they attack, and you know, I just, I want to see it, we need, this needs, like I said last week, this is going down in history, this is going down in the annals, and, and it needs to be public, the same way y'all dragged Hillary Clinton's ass up there for all them hours for that, that bullshit, that was a bunch of bullshit, and she sat up there for all them hours, and y'all made sure that was on TV, like y'all was going this, this big fucking thing, it need to be up there, we need to see all these traders go up there and talk about the shit they did, so, um, I think that'll probably get rolling, rolling, probably by summer, um, also, uh, the new head of the uh, Department of Defense, the black general that Kamala Harris swore in, he already sent a report out, I saw in the news, to all the military branches, asking them to send him the files on um, how they are handling their ethics and their complaints, their sexual harassment, but basically, all the bullshit, he wanted to report on, on what was reported, and what y'all did about it, and how y'all handled it, what reported, so he's about to go in there and clean house, and he needs it, because, um, like I told y'all before, the military is really, you know, it, it really goes by the commander of the base, so it's not, you can't, you can't, you can't brush, you can't paint things with a broad bus, br- brush, you can't even say, like, with the, with the whole, um, reports we have now of white supremacists in the military, absolutely, there are white supremacists in the military, but, again, you can't compete that with the whole brush because they're gonna, certain units they're probably gonna be in, so, so it really depends on bases, I know the base I was on in Monterey, the RCO, it depends on the CO of the base, the, basically think of the CO of the commanding officer of whatever base, detachment whatever you're on, as like the president of that base whatever they, whatever leaning, I mean, they, you know, they can't set their own rules, they still have to follow rules, but whatever leanings they go, is how it's gonna go, so if they're racist bastard, you gonna have a hard time, because it's gonna be a lot of racist shit going on, and ain't gonna be nothing you can do about it, the base that I was in, in one of the, the bases when I was stationed at DLI in Monterey, RCO, did not, well, we had a couple, cause training bases, they tend to come through, but we had one, he was a white dude, but he did not play that racist bullshit, we had a lot of people from the south that were hanging their confederate flags up in the window, and he was like, y'all take that motherfucking shit down, we not having that shit, if you want to hang a flag, you hang the U.S. flag, we don't recognize no confederate flag, and he set the tone, so people knew, okay, oh, this motherfucker not playing around, so they, you know, you know how these motherfuckers are, they scary and they punks, if they feel like they egged on and they got support, then they get bold, like with their president, but if they know the shit's not gonna be tolerated, they tuck it, and so at that base, it got tucked, but you you might go to these other bases, and you know, again, 
when I was at Fort Meade, she she got shipped out because she wasn't popular. But we had a very um we had a very homophobic CO, and everybody knew she was a fucking dyke. I mean, she had the bowl cut and everything. She looked she was a fucking dyke, and she's one of them closeted dykes that thought if she just a attack all the other gays, wasn't nobody gonna know, she was very homophobic, I ain't never had no problems, because, um, number one, I'm on my business, and number two, I was detached, although I was stationed there for a meet, I was detached to another detachment down in D.C., down in Office of Naval Intelligence, down in Suitland, Na- um, Naval Intelligence Warfare Activity, I was actually detached down there, so although she was the CEO of, of Fort Meade, she wasn't exactly my CEO, so I never had no issues with her, but I wasn't gonna have no issues with her anyway, because I'm on my business and I lived off base, and when you live off base, it's a lot easier to mind your business than when you live on base because you live off base, you live around civilians, you're not, I mean, it might be other military people in your complex or, or around where you live, but it's not like living on base where everybody's in the military, you in, you in the, you know, the, uh, the squad bay and all that, and everybody in your business, they see who you're talking to, they see who you're going to see, they see who you eat lunch with, they see you walking to lunch with, they see you walking to the gym with, just in your business, so, um, so the point of that is, all these investigations that are gonna go on, you know, you, it's, you can't paint it with a broad brush, that shit that happened down in the army with the Vanessa Guillen down in Texas, that is specific to that base, like, you you go to, I think it was Fort Hood, you might go to a whole nother base, and it's run perfectly, they have no problems, they have no issues, it really, I mean, you know, cause every base has a problem, you know what I'm saying, like, they don't have those problems, it really depends on the CO, and I remember, in, and I think in that case, that they uh, dismissed all of the commanding officers from that base, which they should have, because they were like, what the fuck, this is ridiculous, how y'all got all these fucking murders, and disappointment, uh, disappearances, and don't nobody know nothing, like, you, like, you got one job, basically, I mean, you don't, but you, you're in a contained environment, right, you're on a military base, it's not, it's not the whole world, you know what I'm saying, and you can't, and you got all these people disappearing, and you don't have no answers, clearly, your investigations, or whatever you got set up is not working, because this is ridiculous, so, we're gonna see what happens with that, but I'm just saying all that to say that, you know, it's not, when they say investigate these incidents, they're not talking about investigating the Marine Corps in general, they're talking about investigating, you know, that's why he, that's why he's asking for the records, because he wants to look through, okay, this base, yeah, they had issues, but they solved it, they found it, blah, 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 they don't have no problem, over here, though, you know, they've been finding nooses and confederate flags, and they paint niggas, and they nothing be going being done about it, this base got a problem, so that's what he's doing now, he's calling everything in and then the investigations will be targeted so you'll start to see, you know at, at this base, or that base, or that base they'll have, so, look, I've uh, the stories are gonna start coming, they're gonna start rooting out white supremacy, I'm not surprised but like, yes, there's always been, there's there used to be so, here's the thing, there's always been a white supremacist problem, the white supremacist problem is really big now because they probably because well, for many reasons, but I think one of the reasons is, there used to be a really, when I was in, I went in, in 98, and, well, I went in 98 before I went in, actually, when I was going in, it was kind of, there, it was kind of tapering off, but from what I understand, um, in the 90s, in the Marine Corps, in particular, they had a big problem, the big problem was hazing, and gangs, they had a lot of Crips and Bloods in 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 the, in the Marine Corps and in the Army, I think too. And that was the big problem. They had a lot of gang incidents and a lot of people throwing up gang signs. So that was a big problem. That's what they investigated, and they got and they got that out. So now you don't really, I mean, you don't really have that. Like it's they, they clamped down on it really hard. The punishments for it was really harsh. So if you are in the gang, which I'm sure they still are, but you keep it tucked, you gotta hide your tattoos and shit, because it was like a really big problem, they was running drugs, and all, because I tell you, on military bases, they're like little, little ecosystems unto themselves, so they dealing drugs, they was running holes, like on base, like all kind of shit, especially if you overseas, what happens overseas stays overseas, so if you're in Okinawa, or you out, you know, Germany, I, I don't know, wherever the, army has way more, um, what do you call it, uh, a broad base is the Marine Corps, Marine Corps, we got Okinawa, basically, we have Rota, we got a few, but not as many as the Army, but, you know, um, so that was a big push, and it was hazing, if you, if you, my age, or like a little older, you might remember, like, in the early, yeah, early, late 80s, early 90s, back when we were all in, in, in school, there was a lot in the news about hazing and sexual harassment, there was this really, really big scandal in the Navy, um, it had a name, I think Tailhook, 
they all went to this convention, and it was like all this, they, they hazed like all the female officers, and it was all the sexual assault and rape, it was a big, big thing back then, so that was the focus, so they focused on that, so they got that under control, and probably while they was getting that under control, the white supremacists was, 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 uh, sneaking in, because they weren't being targeted, right, and I know you probably like, bitch, you could do more than one thing at a time, technically you can, but the military is very, um, you know, it's very PR driven, I mean, because, lord, and it, these cops are shooting us dead in the street all summer long, but I swear to God, if one fucking marine over in Okinawa kills or assaults us, it's a global incident, it's all in the news, and blah blah blah, so the army has to be, uh, the military has to be very tuned into that, it's a PR incident, so, yeah, you can do more than one, but if the news, if the stories in the media, and 60 Minutes, and Dateline, and all this shit, is talking about, you know, female officers getting assaulted at a conference, you have to you know, they bring the head, the commanding admiral, the general on, they bring him on, and he's like, yes, we focus on 100%, blah, 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 so that's what they do, so they, they tend to focus on the things that are drawing attention, because they have to, because you, you don't want the president calling you up, like, hey, man, what the fuck, they on 60 Minutes talking about this shit, what you doing about this shit, making me look bad, you know, so, the the, the military is very PR-driven, I don't know if y'all know that, but it, it is, um, that's another job, like I told y'all, the, the, the military has all the jobs, the civilian world, people don't know that, there's PR people in the military, marketing people, advertising people to make them commercials, Army of One and all that, that's all comes from the, uh, the military, yeah, they, they might use a, um, they might get an ad agency or a consultant or something like that, but they still have people in the army who, you know, design those programs, and like, this is the message we want, this is who we want to reach, so, you know, the, um, few the proud of Marines, which I think is the best military commercial in the world, that was, that's all done by people in the military, so, you know, you can get out, you, you got that, if you got a, if you got a, a PR, um, MOS, I don't even know what the media, whatever it's called, MOS, you get out, and you can go work for, you know, advertising agency, marketing agency, all that shit, digital media, all that stuff they put together, so, I, I went off on a tangent there, but the point is, all these investigations, they're about to come down, and, you know, I probably, just, the white supremacy problem is, is, is huge now, way huger than I was in, we had an issue with it, but, I, 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 I can tell, I, it's bigger now, and like I said, I can see it, because they were focused on gangs, they were focused on sexual harassment, then 9-11 happened, they weren't focused on a fucking thing, but going over there and tearing up the Middle East, so I can see how these, how, how it could be a big problem, how it could go under the, under the radar, right, so now they're gonna tackle that, and that's gonna be a big thing, because those infantry divisions, um, you know, they're in there, and, probably some of these intel divisions too, they're in there, so, um, that's gonna be the focus, um, and then a lot of them get out, and they go, I've told y'all this before, they get out, and they go into law enforcement, and, um, it's been, it's been a long, if you, there's a, um, there's a podcast about David Duke, um, on Apple Podcasts, I, I can't remember the name of it, but if you Google it, it'll come up, and it goes into David Duke ran for president, um, and it's very interesting because, and we knew this because, well, if you were around at the time, you knew this because the FBI reported on it, it's been written about, how you know, once they took the, the old clan down from like the, the Martin Luther King clan, basically the clan um, the FBI's plan to get rid of the clan was they just started you know, besides the ones they could lock up for the bombings and the lynchings and all that, but they had all kind of enforcers and enforcement, COINTELPRO, basically people think COINTELPRO was just for the, just for the Panthers and the black people I mean, it was primarily that, but it's the same program was also used on the Klan, it's basically it had all kinds of spies and informants and undercovers in the Klan and all these white supremacist um, organizations in the, in the 60s, 70s and 80s, and you know, they either got arrested or they bankrupt them, so like when, um, y'all remember the case in Texas where they dragged the man behind the truck, I think that was the last major one, that you know, these civil, they were suing them civilly, and pressing civil charges, and it was bankrupting the Klan, so um, the biggest case that really took a hit for them was the one, the um, Mississippi burning case um, the, the, um this, what's that guy's name? the guy that, used to, that ran the clan back then, Sam Bowers, I think his name was, they did all, anyway, they did all the Birmingham bombings, all those bombings and lynchings and all that shit they did in the 60s and 70s, they all, like, started suing them for that, and, like, pressing charges in civil court, and they were getting these fines, and so it just, it bankrupted them, and so, to, to where, by the time you got to the 80s and 90s, the clan 
wasn't really a thing, now you had this, you know, the, the skinheads, and it was the um, neo-Nazis and different stuff were coming up, but the Klan, it was kind of like, not even in fashion, like if you remember, like if you my age, Maury Povich and all that, all them specialists to come on, and they would talk about the Klan, like, oh, they're just a bunch of hillbillies and rednecks, and because they went out of style, because they weren't cool no more, because them niggas was like, broke, right, it was broke boys, so, um, the methods that they use for that, though, they're about to start using again, and so I really think that they're really gonna, I mean, they got their work cut out for them, and like I said last week, they've kind of been gun-shy since that Waco incident, but like, again, yo, that was 30, I don't know how long ago it was now, 30-something years ago now, and, you know, y'all gotta get over it. that was a whole different situation, this is different now, right? Um, they done attacked the Capitol and all kind of stuff, so it's gonna be a lot of movement, it's gonna be a lot of things that some of you, if you are young, you know, I don't know, if your first president was Obama, some of y'all are young, y'all really, y'all really missed a lot, right, y'all really missed a lot, and that's why y'all irritate the fuck out of us with a lot of shit y'all saying, because it's so, it's like, damn, like, y'all missed every fucking thing, and, but y'all got so much to say about the crime bill, and it is, and it that, it's like, you wasn't there for none of that, bro, like, your first president was Obama, y'all was like, came up in like, the most blah, nothing really happening time, 9-11, y'all act like that shit was Pearl Harbor, I mean, no disrespect to 9-11, but it wasn't no, yeah, I mean, it, it actually more people died in 9-11 than died in Pearl Harbor, but it ain't start no goddamn world war, okay, like, and none of y'all suffered it, is the point, you know what I'm saying, like, God bless people was in the tower, but y'all was little kids in school watching that shit on TV, I was actually active duty military down in Washington, D.C. when that happened, and it was like an hour window where we ain't know what the fuck, was we gonna get blown, we ain't know what the fuck was going on, was we under attack, was they coming for all of us we got our shit together pretty quickly and figured out what was going on, and you know we we knew what was going on way before the public did, but I'm just saying y'all motherfuckers act like y'all was actually at 9-11, y'all been at, anyway that's why y'all get on our nerves, cause y'all miss a lot of shit and so, if your frame of reference is very small, so a lot of things you say about what can't be done and what isn't gonna be done, it's not actually true cause it's like, actually no, it can be, and it actually was prior to 9-11, like, there was really, a, you know, a lot going on with with a lot of things, and a lot of shit happened, Tim, Tim, Tim McVeigh blew up Oklahoma City, they put his ass in jail, there was a whole thing, that's, you know, that's when the, the um, FBI really got spun up on white supremacy, but 9-11 happened, and everybody turned too, so it kind of was let go, but it's not like, it's not like it was never prosecuted, it's not like they're never gonna do nothing about it, they actually did, so, you know, you're about to see that again, if all you had was Obama, again, no disrespect to Obama, but he wasn't very, you know, he wasted a lot of time trying to fucking reach across the aisle, and just a lot of shit just didn't get done, you know, it was a lot of obstructionism, a lot of shit just didn't get done, and we got Trump, so now we got a guy in here who's, who's, who seems to be, and not just seems to be, who is acting, very aggressively, and backing up a lot of things that he says he's gonna do, an old school Democrat, you might got problems with him, that's fine, if you got problems with something he said in 1970 about segregation or whatever the fuck, that's fine, that's valid, however, here we are in 2020, with a black VP, and he and the most diverse cabinet in history, I think they said, one of the most, and he's getting things done, and so you're gonna see, some of y'all, I don't know, these these four years only been four years, Trump, it seemed like it been fucking 25, but it only been four years, Trump's four years seemed way longer than Obama's eight, I ain't gonna lie I don't even really remember them first four years of Obama, because I feel like I mean, what got done, was the ACA passing the first four years, or was the second, I don't even recall I really don't remember Obama's first four years, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, I can't tell you nothing about him other than I remember when he won, because I was in law school um but that's it but anyway we're about to see, we're gonna have real leadership, a real president, real competent people back in charge of all the things, he just today, he started his commission to see what to do about the courts, which is gonna be important, because these, Trump appointed 300 judges, and that's just gonna come back and bite us in the ass, and I don't know how, what they are gonna do about it, but they are gonna have to do something, cause we can't have these cuckoo birds up and, and you know, doing this crazy shit, uh, when everybody's trying to move on, and um, yeah, these fucking, I call them booby trap judges, cause, you know, trying to, trying to set shit up to, 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 um, sorry, to kill progress, it ain't gonna work, <coughs> alright, sorry y'all, it's very, very dry in here, I have all the windows open, but, I don't know, so lastly, I wanted to save the, I wanted to end on a high note, or a funny note, I guess, 
the versus with Keisha Cole and Ashanti. I wasn't gonna watch it. I had no intention on watching it. The only reason I watched it is because old girl Keisha Cole was so late. I didn't watch it. I was watching TV, whatever. But then I saw y'all talking about who it hadn't started yet, hadn't started yet. So it was like almost nine, ten. I forgot what time it was. And I was like, oh well, shit. I don't watch all my programs. I might as well turn it on, see what's going on, because the jokes was coming and everything. So I wanted to see what y'all was laughing at. Because personally, <coughs> and I mean. Sorry, y'all. Um, personally, I didn't think that was going to be a close contest, and it wasn't a close contest. Every time these verses come out, it's the same thing with some of y'all. Y'all can, yeah, it's, it's, verses is about hits. It's about hits. A hit is something, a song that charted, that everybody knows, that was a major success, had major impact, sold a lot of records, etc., etc. That's what a hit is. Y'all be confusing that with shit I like personally. And that's why it's like, I don't understand what you're talking like, people are like, oh, Keisha gonna mop up uh, I'm like, how, what are you talking about how, Keisha Cole I'm not, listen, she got about five songs that I know, actually that's my, like three or four songs that I even know but she's not even an R&B superstar, like, she's not even like, she's somebody that would open, have opened for Shanti, okay, Shanti is a major pop star, she has super mega hits, she's written super mega hits for J-Lo, all that shit with Ja, all that, like, I'm like, what are y'all talking about, this is not even, it's, it's, I hate, and, and they typically do it, I hate the way the music industry sometimes, just because, oh, both of y'all females, both of y'all women, artists, so that means your peers, no, Ashanti is not, Keisha Cole is not on Ashanti's level, Keisha Cole is an R&B artist, I'm not even gonna say star, because she's not even big in the black, I mean, Mary J. Blige is a R&B icon, a legend, everybody black know Mary J. Blige, and Mary J. Blige got some crossovers, there's some white people that know Mary J. Blige, know her music, cause she's done enough, she's been in movies, people, Mary J. Blige is an R&B icon, legend, superstar, people know her, everybody black, everybody R&B don't even really know Keisha Cole, or even fuck Keisha Cole like that, like they might know that love song, and they might know a couple songs, but ain't nobody like, okay, I'm just like, to me, to me, a better, and not, and not on, um, not even on, like, stature, because this person I'm about to say is actually a bigger star than Keisha Cole, and actually is a huge star, can go on any stage in the world, and people know who she is, because she won American Idol, Fantasia, the reason I say Fantasia and Keisha would have been a better mix is because Fantasia's catalog, is more akin to Keisha's, and, and it's, to me, Fantasia got more hits, cause you know that first, what was the album with, um, uh, When I See You, and whatever that album was, with all them hits on it, she could just play that, but I'm saying as far as, reach, we, Fantasia's a star, but her music is not, you know, that robust, and I like Fantasia, I'm not taking the shade, I'm not trying to shade her, but I'm just saying, I think, on the level of, of content, Fantasia is going to sing her out the door, because Keisha Cole can't sing, and I, frankly, neither can Ashanti, that's another reason I was watching, I didn't know one of these girls can sing, you know, that love song, y'all swear, y'all don't understand, y'all was little kids when that song came, y'all got on our nerves with that song, we was like, turn that shit off, she sound like a fucking cat on the hot tin roof, horrible, her best song is the joint with Diddy and them, that's a jam, I'll give her that, but anyway, I just didn't think Ashanti was comparable. I'm like, Ashanti got too many smashes. Ashanti has too many, excuse me, smashes. And she don't. And then, when she got there, she was late and had an attitude and then played one of her biggest songs first. I'm like, you about to lose, sis. Nobody does that. When you play 20 songs, you gotta save the big ones for the end. You play your biggest, you gonna lose, because Ashanti gonna do just, just what Ashanti did. She did the build-up. She played the little, you know, radio hits because Shanti's a big star, had a lot of songs, she was playing radio hits, but not the big, big, big joints, not the I'm Real, not the shit she wrote for J-Lo, which everybody seemed to be shocked about, oh, she shamed J-Lo, I don't know where y'all get this from, Shanti wrote the song, every time that song plays on the radio, every time that song is performed, she gets paid, because she wrote it, so why would she be mad at J-Lo, J-Lo's making her money, J-Lo being this big international star is making her money, Shanti don't give a fuck about that shit, why should she, why the fuck do I care who sings my fucking song, every time that she is a play, I'm, I, I'm the songwriter copyright on that, I get paid every time she performs it, I get paid you know, I'm sure she has points on the record, 
I'm sure she doesn't. Actually, I heard her voices on there. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm sure she gets points on the record. So, like, she don't. It, the more J Lo is successful, the more she is. I wish I would kill that. Why would I be mad at a bitch just making me money? Anyway, that's like that's like Whitney Houston, um, Dolly Parton being mad at Whitney Houston for singing her song. Why in the world she making me millions and billions of dollars? Go sing it, girl. Sing it some more. Sing, sing, sing. Like it's crazy. Um. Anyway. I just didn't think it was close, but you know what? I still say Ashanti can't sing, but I should grab Ashanti because I just didn't think she. She's a great songwriter, but as a, as an act, I just didn't see it for. Her. I don't think she can sing. I don't think she can dance. I just thought she was very subpar to me. But I'm gonna stop dragging her. I, I'm not taking her in the back. I still feel that. But I'm gonna stop dragging her because you know what? She had I, she had a good spirit. She, from what I understand, I didn't see it. Keisha Cole was extremely late and Ashanti sat there the whole time, when I know when I turned it on, it was about 10-15 minutes before um, Keisha Cole arrived and Ashanti was sitting up there carrying the show like she was Angie Martinez on the mic, right she was still talking to people in the chat you know, conversing doing, you know, very, basically holding time to an old girl that was late got there and she had a good spirit about her she was laughing and didn't, wasn't bothered by it so, you know, I was like, cool I'm, I'm not gonna drag her because Keisha Cole came in here with the attitude, trying to bully and, and Ashanti just did not let her pull her off her square and I appreciated that she was up there, you know, just whatever being herself like, girl, whatever, play your little song and I just thought it was funny every time Keisha was playing them fucking, I call them um, juke joint hits cause I only knew I only knew the, the, like four or five songs that Keisha played, the rest of them joints she was playing, I ain't know what the fuck that shit was, and Ashanti clearly didn't either cause she kept being on her phone and <laughs> she was doing her hair, it was just funny to me, I don't think they realized that, you know, the mics were hot or whatever, actually the mics probably shouldn't have been hot, like I don't know whoever's in charge should have probably turned the mics off but you know, she was talking, it was just she just was like, girl go ahead play a little play a little song, let me know when it's my turn so I can play my fucking top, you know 10, whatever, 20 smash after whatever that is you just played, I just thought it was funny, I thought her spirit was good, I wish that we get rid of that versus DJ, that's the same complaint I had from Platty and Gladys, scratch scratching and DJing and club, oh, what are you doing, we don't need that this is not a hip hop contest, this is not Jay Z versus Nas, why are you doing that these are R&B singers um, Gladys and Patty ain't got no nothing to do with no goddamn hip hop why are you scratching, I don't understand this DJ, and every time they do it everybody in chat is always complaining like who, what 12 year old do y'all have on these turntables, cause they not understanding what they, I don't know what, they not reading the room nobody, you could, and, and the um the, the music was bad, like the track, the setup the sound wasn't good, so we could barely hear them as it was, and then you scratching over that, it was, it was just terrible like why are you scratching over um, I'm real, like why we don't need that so um, you know, Ashanti won, Ashanti cleaned up like, I mean, I don't know who wouldn't, I don't know who thought she wasn't like, nigga, you liking a song, that's cool, but like, it's don't mean that this is versus you know, it's like when y'all be talking about who can go up against Mariah Carey can't nobody go up against Mariah Carey Mariah Carey has too much, she needs to do her own and I love Mary J. Blige to death but like I just said, Mary J. Blige is an R&B legend, uh, an icon she has some crossover hits but she, her catalog over time, it's an amazing catalog, but it's, it can't, Mariah has too much, Mariah has a whole bunch, she can play, she got her, her out, she has a bunch of albums, she had an album out now, The Rarities, it's called The Rarities, but if you listen to it, it's radio hits, they was the art, but it's R&B, it's her more R&B sound and stuff, it, Mariah has too much, she has pop bangers, she has ballads, she, uh, that, you know, she has all these number one hits, number two, you know, maybe not number ones, but they was in the top five hits, top ten hits, this was still at number two for X number weeks, it, it's just, she just got too much, she can't, it's, she been, over decades, decade, Mariah got a smash classic album in every decade, when I'm, and it's just, it's too much, and it's no disrespect to Mary, because I don't think it's actually nobody that can keep up with Mary either in her genre, it's just that Mary is not as, Mary is an R&B, very much an R&B artist, yes, she has a, her work with, with Bono, I love her work with Elton John, which is very hard to find, by the way, I love, so she does have that crossover stuff, but it's not, it's, 
it's not, it can't, Mariah has too much, Mariah, Mariah has, Mariah has just, she just has too much, she has too much she can pull from, she has way too many smashes that she could pull out, she could pull out shit from the 90 through, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 2000, 2003, it's just too much, it's too much, um, yeah, I would like to see Mary do one by herself, because I don't think Mary has any contemporaries in her genre, she's an R&B fucking soul legend, and I don't know anybody, I, I don't know anybody else who's who's in that in that lane, in that uh, genre, who can go, Mary been out since what, 93, from Real Love On, I, you know, I don't know nobody, what do, she pulls out, I'm going down, Real Love, uh, I mean, it's so much she could pull out I really don't know who's going with her song for song in that genre, I just, I, I don't I don't know who else could, could in, what other R&B act since, you know, Mary's been out, that has as much material to pull from R&B material to pull from as Mary J. Blige, I can't think of anybody the only person coming to my head is Missy but Missy again is more in the Mariah category where she just has too much, she has too many genres she has the pop, she has the hip hop she, you know, she probably got a couple rock songs it's just she got too, you know it's too much she could pull out So, but that's the only person that I'm thinking in just R&B who maybe has a catalog that could last, but I I don't that's not, I don't know, I, cause again, I don't even, I think Missy's another one, like, Missy's, Missy's verses should be her by herself, with maybe the people who she did the songs with, you know, coming on, or, or commenting, or something like that, you know, like, you know, Whitney, rest in peace, can't, but maybe she could talk about it, but like, you know, everybody that, that Missy has worked with, maybe they make an appearance, or, or, you know, whatever, she tells the story, cause I like those, some people don't like it, but I like when the, when the baby face and the, like, the, the big producers like that, that have worked with everybody, tell the story behind these songs, like, how they came up with it, where the lyrics came from, Mariah does that in her book, and it's amazing, like, cause it brings, it brings a whole new life to the songs, like, you listen to these songs in your way, and, and, and they take you back to the time where you, that's, you know, where you were when that song came out, you know, under, whatever, whatever the song is, it takes you back to a time, and that's how you remember the song, but when she, Mariah tells the story about how she wrote it, and what she was thinking, and what was going on, and what that song is about, it, it's like, gives you a whole new perspective, like, she talked about, um, like I told y'all, Vision of Love, I thought that was about, you know, a boyfriend or whatever, you know, uh, her first debut song, and it turns out, it's not, it's about a guy, her, 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 her um, child who was very tumultuous, her mom was, you know, would married a involved with a lot of men beside her father and a lot of them were, they were just, it was very tumultuous and Division of Love was about one of the, one of her mom's boyfriends actually was very nice and, and provided them a, a little bit of, stu- he was a um, war vet and he ended up going crazy and he had to leave but she was like, for the time that we were with him that was the most stable I've ever been, he was very nice to me, he took me to school, I had a, I was stable in that time and I think, and you know, that's, she says in the book that that's what gave her um, that's what let her know what a stable, normal family was supposed to look like, because she didn't know it, and so that's what Vision of Love is about, and when you listen to it now, her, the first line is, you treated me kind, and now I'm like, oh shit, this is a, a totally different meaning now, so I like that, I like when they do that, I like when they tell, you know, what they were thinking about, so I would love for Missy to do that, because I mean, like, who don't want to know the genius behind these songs that Missy did, like, girl, what made you come up with the plastic, and she's talked about some of it, but like, girl, what made you come up with the plastic bag hanging upside down, you know what I mean, saying like, uh, you know, what was it like with Whitney in the studio, and she's talked about that a little bit, which I thought was, she told a story about how when she first started work, working with Whitney, um, Whitney went in and sang the song, and then was like, how is that? And, and, and Missy said she was like, it was great. She said, Whitney was like, no, it wasn't. Don't Look, don't be afraid to tell me. Don't, you're going to have me out here sounding crazy. That shit was all right, but it wasn't all that. Like, I'm, I'm going to sing it again, right? <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Um, so, you know, if we could get those, I don't like... <laughs> I don't need no more of these raggedy verses, is what I'm trying to say, no disrespect Kishiko or Ashanti, like I said, Ashanti came with this, she had a good spirit, I'm not gonna drag her, she did a good job, but like, I ain't, I ain't want that, um, and then it was late and it's delayed, like, I don't wanna see no more, you know, you know, Cephas versus Reese versus, you know what I mean, I wanna see, if you gonna do them from now on, let's just, maybe we, maybe, you know, maybe we ran out of, like, uh, comparative 
competition and maybe we just get the usher to just you know do his do his own or maybe we get usher with with um jd or whoever like something you know maybe we get i don't know like either have all the either have the legends either get the legends some more legends on there like you have patty and gladys i mean get janet or whoever i don't know or or just don't do it but i don't want to see no more goddamn you know little knuck knuck versus the baby type versus i just don't or or super uneven you know tevin campbell versus you know i don't know somebody that can't sing you know you know i'm trying to say like i don't want to see no more of these uneven different genres the artists clearly one clearly has what like the ludicrous and nelly joint one clearly has more hits than the other yeah nelly was a big star i get it but like one clearly had more hits than the other I don't want to see any more of those, because it's, like, not fun, like, alright, okay, you done played your six hits, alright, now we know what about to happen, um, yeah, so, that's it, I want, <laughs> it's all, I, nothing, you know, and one thing about us being under quarantine, it's really hard to come up with content, it's not a lot going on, I don't be on these blogs, I don't be on those gossip sites, so, you know, I don't have a lot for that, um, again, I'm a, I'm a, I promise y'all when everything, when I get everything how I want it with this one, I, when I can refer y'all to my webpage and all of that, I'm going I'm to I'm come back on here, I'm going to give y'all one more formal announcement about this, about this firm, and I'm going to do my, my pitch, but I just appreciate y'all for all the support, um, yeah, so, uh, that's it, um, ran a little long, didn't really mean to talk that long, but I didn't have a lot of, a lot of topics, so I try to fill it up with some time, um, yeah, so, like me, rate me, tell your friends, uh, again, the easiest way to, to, to hit me up is at KMGZ on Twitter, but you can also, um, thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com, there's a webpage, thanks for asking dot co, but I don't know, man, I might be able to let that go, cause yo, this shit, this, this, <laughs> running, uh, being a lawyer is expensive, and I gotta pay for like all this firm shit, and I don't think nobody really goes to that webpage anyway, so if you wanna see all the episodes of my, of, of, or if you wanna have access to all the episodes of this podcast, they, they're on Podbean, right now they're also on their webpage, but I, right now the webpage is still up, it's thanksforasking.co, you can go there, but I'm, I don't know, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna, uh, reevaluate the necessity of that webpage at a later date, because all my episodes are on SoundCloud, they're on Spotify, they're on Apple, um, so, yeah, anyway, y'all, thanks for asking, I'm sorry, thanks for listening, thanks for asking, and, um, you know, see y'all next week, peace.